0: all through this month our course is on um, marriage, relationship, sex, everything in between. Mm -hmm. One of the things like I said last week Sunday um, that differentiates um, this service from every other service is that we get to ask questions. There's going to be an interactive you know session after you know um, each teaching session except maybe for the midweek recharge um, because we don't want to close too late. All right so on Wednesday we spoke about who remembers what we spoke about on Wednesday. Can anybody remember what did we speak about on Wednesday? overcoming sexual temptations. I strongly believe a message everybody should listen to, whether you're single, whether you're married, because marriage does not, as it were, stop sexual temptation. Am I making sense this morning? And so the fact that you get married doesn't mean that all sexual temptation comes to an end, right, so we all need to listen to that message, right? I would encourage you, if we're not in that service, go to the YouTube page, right, <clears throat> or to the website or the podcast, and listen to it again and again because your life and your destiny is at the mercy of your sexual sanity your life and your destiny is at the mercy of your sexual sanity and one of the things I emphasised very strongly on Wednesday which God what clearly teaches is that sex <clears throat> can be a destructive weapon in the hands of the devil the Bible tells us, I believe is Numbers chapter 24, if my memory serves me right, uh, that 20 something thousand people, I think 24,000 or maybe 22,000 people died in Israel in one day because of sexual immorality. What a cause could not do by a prophet, sex did it. And so you and I need to understand that the devil is not that creative, right? He only perverts whatever God does. And whatever strategy the enemy used back then he's still using now it destroyed the destiny of Amnon the heir to the throne of David through sex through uncontrollable sexual desires it has destroyed many lives even in our own contemporary age but I don't want to go into that again this morning so I'd encourage you please listen to it again and again because we live in a time and a generation that is making so many things look okay let me tell you this where God stood you see where he's standing The principles, the values, and the standard of God does not change. Sex outside marriage is still and will always be, you know, seen as far as God is concerned. Whatever name we try to call it, you know, even if you are planning to get, even if you are getting married tomorrow, anything can still happen few hours to the wedding. We have had weddings, you know, that were called off few hours, you know, to the wedding. Because somebody realized they were about to step into eternal error and they called it off and i respect people like that people that don't care about the opinions of men people that would rather think more of their destiny than what people will say are you hearing what i'm saying so the fact that even wedding invitation has been printed does not give you a license right to do what you have not been given the license to do because the bible says stolen waters is sweet so if you have not been recognized as husband and wife before you know parents witnesses you see it simply means it has been stolen and the bible says it always seems sweeter it says stolen waters are sweet but at the end of the day it will be like gravel in your mouth Are you hearing what i'm saying and it's amazing that out of every sin that the bible talks about there is this special classification right for sexual sin it is one of the things that most that affects your life and your destiny the most why because it is not just the coming together of the body or the flesh right it is something that affects your spirit something that affects your spirit that's what the bible says we shall come together and they will become one you see people don't just become one because the law or the pastor join them together one of the ways they become one right is through sex and you say, if you keep having multiple sexual partners because society says this is acceptable what you're doing without knowing is that you are joining yourself to many people and so you are giving fragments of your life and destiny in different places that's why a lot of people get married and they begin to fight battles that they don't even know the source of those battles because when you become one with someone you share in their victory and defeat are you hearing what i'm saying that's why there's a denomination in this country that part of your preparation for wedding that you do deliverance they know what they are doing you know what they are doing because a lot of people are carrying things into a new institution that even their partner knows nothing about and the bible says the times of ignorance god has winged that so i encourage you get the message and listen to it and we've spoken i think last year to uh, i did them three messages right on sex i remember speaking about you know um what your parents um, didn't know and couldn't tell you about sex. Spoke about the perfect sex position. I can't remember the third one, right? But they're on the website, just get it and listen to it. It's free. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Who don't like to hear about sex in church? But where else should you hear about it? Society is lying to you about what sex is, isn't it? They tell you it's okay. It's a one-night stand. There's nothing like one-night stand. It may be one night, but the impact remains. The impact remains. You hear what I'm saying? seven things to expect in marriage that's my focus for this morning seven things to expect in marriage and this is a message for singles and for married people seven things to expect in marriage proverbs 23 and verse 18 the bible says for surely there is an end and your expectations will not be cut off for surely there is an end and thine expectation shall not be cut off And so what that simply means is that whatever you expect, you will experience. And so I want to speak, you know, in two dimensions this morning. There are certain things you should expect. And number two, there are certain things that you need to question about your current expectation. Because every one of us seated right now this morning, you already have expectations concerning marriage. Whether you are aware of it or not. There are certain things you already expect about marriage. In fact, it's the reason why a lot of single are not married. Because there are certain expectations they already have. That this is what is required to be married. And many of those requirements are not biblical. They are societal. There are things that environment has told us that these are the things that you must have put in place before you get married. And many of those things eventually, they are never in place before people eventually get married. So you just allow the devil to waste your time, waste your destiny, you know, and waste so many things that shouldn't have been wasted. And oftentimes, you see, this expectation, there are two types of expectation. Number one is conscious expectations, and number two is unconscious expectation. The conscious expectation, you are aware that you have it. The unconscious ones are the ones that you really need to pay attention to because most times they are there and they are the ones that truly influence your life and your destiny the most, but you don't know. And your expectation would always affect your behavior. Your expectation would always affect the way you approach things. Your expectation would always affect your response. For instance, there are some people that their reaction to an innocent thing, you know, done by their partner. The reaction is more than what the person did. And the reason is because there is an unconscious expectation. Right? Which is bringing about an interpretation that when a woman does this to you, this is what it means. And there are several ways expectations come. Number one is childhood exposure. Please write this down. Childhood exposure. See, the thing about exposure is once you are exposed, you cannot be unexposed. I'm going to say that again. Once you are exposed, you cannot be unexposed. Some of us, you know, if you really think deeply, there were things that you were exposed to many years ago, when you were very young, that you've not forgotten till now. Yes or yes? And some of those things, they have influenced your decisions without you knowing. There are some people that maybe while they were growing up, you know, the kind of marriage they were exposed to, maybe by their parents or the people in their environment, were negative marriages, failed marriages. So, unconsciously, you know, there are some people that believe that all men are what? You know, it's an answer. Men are what? Men are come. Scammers and scummers. Whatever. (laughs) Scum, scam. It's rhyming. It's It's an unconscious expectation. The question is where did that come from? It may not even be that you have experienced it. But maybe somebody that you know. Maybe your mom, maybe your dad was heartbroken. Maybe your mom was heartbroken. Or maybe somebody that you know, somebody that you admire. Their marriage fell apart. And so unconsciously, something told you that this thing does not really last. Remember, a thing for the month is making love last forever, because the Bible says, whatsoever the Lord does, it abides forever. And since marriage is God's idea, inherent in marriage in that institution is the capacity for it to last. If men will simply do things God's way, because if we want to get God's results, we must learn to do things God's way. I hear what i'm saying you can't do things your own way and expect god's results it doesn't work it doesn't work it doesn't work if you're gonna get god's results which everybody desires as a at a subconscious level we want our marriages to work we want our relationships to last nobody goes into marriage and as they are dancing except some demon influenced human beings as they are walking down the aisle, they are saying to themselves this marriage will not last i will divorce this man in the next some people go into marriage for economic reasons you know people that have poverty have dealt with because it's only poverty that can make you go into marriage for economic reasons and i hope i'm going to get there you see before the end uh, 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 of this month because sometimes <laughs> don't go in that direction this morning let me leave that it's a rabbit hole <laughs> all right childhood exposure childhood exposure what were you exposed to growing up you really need to question it what were you exposed to because god can give you a good man but because you saw how your dad treated your mom in a bad way, you begin to suspect that man. Anything he does, mm, they have come. Who has come? That's how. Hmm. Or maybe your mom treated your dad in a bad way, and once, maybe one day, or well, maybe your mom never respected your dad. Maybe one day your wife was going through an intense season, and she communicated in an intense way, and you gave her a slap why because that's how your mom you thought disrespected your dad and your dad's response was a slap so before the disrespect comes you decide to stop it but experience ask those who understand a slap does not stop the disrespect it only increases it it only increases it some men believe that if you don't shut that down it doesn't shut her down it's only postponing the explosion praise the lord childhood exposure you see one of the things that destroyed Lot, especially his daughters was childhood exposure you know the story of Lot. Lot moved to Sodom and Gomorrah left Abraham and the Bible says Lot ended his life as an unrighteous man he he died in a shameful way lost everything and he had his own daughters raping where did the idea of raping their father where did he come from Sodom and Gomorrah that's why one of the things i always encourage people that you know are you know obsessed with relocation especially family people it's like, there's nothing wrong with relocation but you need to check the pros and the cons you can't go there and be running after money and expect your children will turn out right it will never happen never happen because these are environments that they have made up their mind to indoctrinate children i believe you know that in canada now is even a law that you cannot tell your child what gender to be so your mo- your child can come home one day and say mommy you say yes junior you say don't call me junior anymore from tomorrow my name is no longer john my name is josephine because i feel girlish and you cannot say i rebuke it in jesus name you are a boy they will arrest you and lock you up so while those environment may be good economically never forget that lot also relocated because it also though my was good Never forget that. I hear what I'm saying. Uh, so, if you have a relocation plan, please understand that you must also have a marriage plan. That somebody may need to pursue money less and stay with the uh, stay with the children. Or else, you say uh, it's because of the children. You may end up losing those children. Ask lots. I'm not saying you shouldn't relocate though if you have relocation plan, but pray about it and have a plan in place. Have a plan in place. Have a plan in place in a place where you can correct your children. Because childhood exposure matters. And let me tell you this. There is a particular stage and phase of life. You see, that once something is imprinted on your spirit, it's very difficult to get it out. Very difficult. Especially when you're at an impressionable age. Between ages 0 and 12. That season of life matters a lot. And so many of the expectations some of us have, it was during that period of our life we saw those things. Number two, marriage expectation also comes from parental models. Parental models. Hmm. Parental models. Maybe your biological parents. Maybe adopted parents. Maybe some people you admired, the couple you admired. Certain things you saw in their marriage has informed you unconsciously without knowing. Either positively or negatively. I'm always inspired by a tribe in Israel called, you know, sons of, um, they, they call them the Rechabites. You see, the Rechabites, these were guys that um, they were, um, is it Tito tellers, they call them now? People that don't take wine, don't take alcohol. The Bible says that a particular man served the son. This is long after the man had died. And he served the son's wine. And he said, We're not going to take the wine. He said, Why? He said, Because our father told us not to. Our father told us not to, and he told our future generations not to. So even though the man is long gone, because of the parental model because of what their father modeled to them it's informed how they conducted themselves so expectations are formed by parental models and if you didn't have the right parental models growing up wisdom says you can choose new models am i making sense this morning because in life you either learn from mistakes or you learn from mentors you either learn from mentors or you learn from your heroes expectations are also influenced by the media traditional media or the new media Hmm. they influence us like no one's business or no man's business they call it that's why you have to be careful what you expose yourself to on the media i was saying it on wednesday why do you think social media they call your timeline feed because they are feeding you it's a feed and when you feed somebody with something over time they must become a particular kind of human being that's why you'll notice a couple of years ago some things you know started appearing in hollywood movies intentionally and a lot of people their resistance has been worn out see let me tell you this: some of us some convictions you have now if you are not careful in the next 10 years those convictions you will have opposite of the convictions you currently have media is so powerful the influence of media is subtle and let me tell you this the greatest influence in life is usually subtle it's usually subtle anybody trying to influence true noise is not a true influencer true influencers don't shout but they understand they are slowly and steadily they are transforming people see because whatever you hear you cannot unhear whatever you have seen you cannot unsee you have seen it so you need to be careful about media that's why i strongly believe that as a believer if you have a calling into the media space take that calling seriously take that calling seriously it's a noble calling i hear what i'm saying very noble calling very noble calling so the media influences our expectations next is religion 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 <laughs> The reason why some people in some other parts of the world, because of the religion they practice, the reason why they have certain expectations is because of what their faith tells them. For instance, in some religion, they believe that the woman is inferior to the man. Isn't it? Am I in the gateway church this morning? But I believe you know that in the Christian faith, you know that the woman is not inferior to the man. I hope you know. Or you don't know because some people say have that traditional belief I'm the man of this house I'm the man of this house if you have to say you are no longer the man I'm the man I'm the head I'm the head did we collect the eating from you nobody is nobody is struggling with it play your role assume the leadership role you won't have to enforce it in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26 the Bible says let, let's have it on the screen Genesis 1 and verse 26 please Genesis 1 and verse 26 Because some of us may still have a problem with that. Genesis 1 and verse 26. Especially if you grew up in a patriarchal household. Where daddy was the final authority of everything. Was the lion of the tribe of his own. Let's read together out loud. I want to go. And God said, let us make in our own image. After our likeness and what? All right. don't worry. We don't need to read the whole verse because of time. We've already read what I want us to see. And God said, let us do what? who should we make man right in our own image after our likeness and what he says and let them have He says, let us make man he now says let them doesn't that sound as if god does not understand english or he does not understand what he's saying because the man there is referring to mankind not the male gender so that's why he says let us make man because some people say no a man is superior because it was man that god made the woman came out of the man he made the two of them because the first creation was first intangible, it was first spiritual. Please understand when you study the Bible, you realize that in Genesis one and two, the Bible talks about two creations. There was a time God created. The Bible says in Genesis one, and the Bible now says in Genesis chapter two, and the Lord formed man. So the forming is different from the creation. But when He made man, when He created man, please understand that He made them the same. We are supposed to both have dominion. So the man is not the one that was given the dominion. And the woman is supposed to be subservient to the man. No, a thousand times no. You see, I have a problem. Like that's that Old Testament. Please understand, Genesis is not on there in there any Testament. Because the law had not been given. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 28, let's see that. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 28. Because even in some culture, apart from religion, and that's another thing that influences our expectation, culture. In some culture, they believe that the woman is not supposed to be hurt. Some people still have the ideology that no matter how much you invest in a woman, the only place where she will end up is in somebody's kitchen. So why invest that much? Galatians chapter 3 and verse 28. Can we read together one to go? There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither what? Male or female. For ye are what? All one. In what? Christ Jesus. In Christ we are one. So God does not recognize male female. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The other thing that influences people's expectation is association. 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 And your association, please realize the prophecy of your destination. Show me your friends, and I will tell you the kind of marriage you will have. All your friends can now have marital crisis. And you will not have marital crisis. It's only a matter of time. Proverbs 13 and verse 20. It says, Those who walk with the wise will be wise, and the companion of fools will be destroyed. If they are serving all your friends' breakfasts, ah. Huh? They will soon serve you too. It's only a matter of time. Everybody, see, am I saying if your friends are going through marital challenges, you call them off? No, but associate also with people whose marriages are working, or else if you hear negative, 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 negative over time, you begin to see your own spouse too from that standpoint. So every time you meet with your friends, they're always telling you what their husband did negatively, what their husband did negatively, what their husband. Very soon, the day your husband does something close to what our husband has been saying, ah, they have started begins to influence your expectation are you know what i'm saying so what are the seven things you should expect in marriage very quickly number one is change somebody say change, change. oh i can't hear you somebody say change, change. shall they say change? change in marriage you must expect change hmm. those who don't want to change are in for a rude shock in marriage change in all regard in fact if you are not changing, and if nothing is changing, something is wrong somewhere. The first change that will happen, <laughs> you see, most people always say things like, "My husband has changed." What were you expecting before? My wife has changed. Oh, of course, they will change. The reason why you are disappointed is because you did not expect that that change will happen. It's normal. And people are ending dead marriages that could have worked because of that. And he has changed. And when we were dating, he used to take me out. We used to go out every weekend. He was a boyfriend then. He's a husband now. You can't be eating like that. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Ah, you can't. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? You cannot. Because the goal of a boyfriend is to impress. The goal of a husband, a responsible one, is to lead a family. When he's a boyfriend, his goal is not savings. He may not even have anything in his account. He wants to impress you and get you. And men are goal-oriented. When he gets married, he's thinking of house rent. He's thinking of food in the house. He's thinking of electricity bill. So he will change. About men also say she has changed. Of course she will change. She was a girlfriend then. She's a wife now. Most likely also a mother. The role has changed. Are you what I'm saying? The things will change, so you must expect it. The reason why people are disappointed is because they did not know in the first place that change will happen. All of us, our waistline has even changed. Before you got married, you were size six, now you are size 12. Uncle, stop complaining. You did it to her because when she was still single, before you married her, she was size six. Now you are complaining about what you did. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And as a woman, too, I say, yeah, You are feeding me in the night. One day, my husband looked at me and said, This is your tummy, you do something about it. I said, You yeah, are the culprit. It's the time you give me dinner. You to bring my dinner. Here. <laughs> you know, but we are working on it. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, change will happen. So, you shouldn't be disappointed at change, expect it. The reason for disappointment is because people don't even know that change is going to happen. Change will happen from a boyfriend the man will become a husband from a husband he will become a father he will change so for you to not expect that change is an illusion or delusion of some sorts I see the thing that also causes the change is that another influence is now in their life see you will change because the greatest influence of your life is your partner that's why singles you need to be careful about you like no when, when, when we get married I, I will change him I will change her unchangeable changer continue see what will happen is you are the one that will be changed you will change each other that's why someone's character that you don't like don't marry them because that character will rub off on you in the life of Ahab. Ahab was not a bad person, but Ahab found himself doing bad things. Why? Because of Jezebel. Your wife will influence you, will change you. A lot of people say things like, hey, yeah, well, what is of food? What is of food? Is it your bed that I should be eaten? For those that don't understand Yoruba, you know, in the Yoruba tribe, they say things like, when a man is not behaving the way the family expects him to behave, they say the wife has made vegetable for him. Who else is supposed to make vegetable for him? Is it you? So you will influence each other. So whose character you don't trust or you are not comfortable with, they should not even be a candidate for consideration. If you marry a liar, you will soon be a liar. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You will change from being an honest person to being a liar, a pathological one, and you will even be better. Because the teacher, the student is always better than the teacher. You will be better. You know the path of a just man? The shining lights. (laughs) so you will lie one day the person that trained you say, "Eh?" <laughs> oh god <laughs> so please realize that the person you married today or you married years ago will not be the same person you'll be living with five years from now they won't that's why growth is very important in marriage you must be changing together you must be changing together especially when there are roles even in the marketplace changes so maybe when you married him it was at a particular level now he's at the top executive level and you are not changing so when they asked for dinner office meeting they said come with your spouse he will not take you because you are still the same person you were five years ago he has changed that's why for everyone married in the house you cannot be growing and leave your spouse before behind you will soon grow apart you soon grow apart. You are reading. Your husband is not reading. Your wife is not reading. Ah. <laughs> One day you will crack a joke. Your wife will laugh 30 minutes later. <laughs> ah, you know, what's that? That thing you said. Ah. You know, you can't take that kind of person out with your friends. It's embarrassment. Imagine you are your friends. You're hanging out. You know, everybody laughs. Not looking. 30 minutes later. Ah, Why are you laughing? Ah, that thing. It means it took her 30 minutes for her brain to catch up. Because she didn't change. Because I believe you know that growth influences what you find humorous. So expect change. Expect change. So those who are smart, they don't only expect it, they initiate it. They initiate it. They initiate it. Number two thing you should expect is walk. Somebody say walk. Oh, I can't hear you say work. work Marriage is work. And it takes work to make it work. If you see anybody's marriage working, it's because they walked, and that's why it is working. Marriage, you see, let me <laughs> you see. I when I see people preparing for wedding and they are all over the place, scattered, say, ah, this thing is stressful. I always tell them, wait until you get married. If you think wedding is stressful wait until you get married marriage is work that's why it's not for boys and girls it's for men and what and women if your marriage is going to work you can't leave it to yourself and expect it to work I don't want to go into the work aspect this morning because I want us to take out enough time to there are some questions I didn't answer last week and I want to start from there you know this morning but please understand it, it requires a lot of work. It requires a lot of work. Proverbs 24, verse 30 to 34. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 30 to 34. Proverbs 30, sorry, 24, 30 to th- 34. Can we read together once to go? I went by the field of the lazy man, and by the vineyard of the man devoid of understanding. And lo, it was all grown over with thorns, and nettles that covered the face thereof. And the stone wall therefore was broken down. Then I saw and considered it well. I looked upon it and received instruction. Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth and thy want as an armed man. So what we saw in that passage of scripture, right, is that poverty came upon that man. Why? Because it was negligent. He said, I went by the vineyard of the man, void of understanding. Why was he void of understanding? You see, the reason is because he left what he should be keeping. He left it to himself. And the Bible says that the garden was overgrown with thorns, The surface was covered with nettles and the stone wall was broken down. Why? Because he neglected it. Any marriage left to itself will never work. To so never work. To so never work you must actively work on your marriage if it is ever going to work and for those of us that are single you must adopt the mindset that i'm going into this thing to make it work and so whatever is required for me to make it work i will do and sometimes people say this that at this thing is so strange, i can't be doing this that's what you signed up for or oh, this is too much it's supposed to be much if you want too much out of it you put in much you can't derive or get out of life what you are willing to put into it If you see anybody's marriage garden, in quotes, very green, it's because they choose to keep watering that garden. Nobody gets closer to their spouse by default. Intimacy does not grow by default. It grows by design. The natural thing that will happen, there's something called the law of atrophy, and it says that the natural order of things is that it gets worse. No matter how fantastic a building is, if you do a dedication today, house dedication, most expensive house, on this side of eternity huh? and you lock up the house and you travel for five years or ten years and you come back i hope you know you'll not be able to live in the house except you hire people putting the house in shape, housekeepers that's the only way you can live in the house when you come back to the house 10 years later so you know what many people do they leave the marriage to itself they leave their husband leave their wives and expect that anytime i come they will be available you lie to yourself doesn't work that way so expect work expect work expect work because from the first day you build a house i believe you know that house is beginning to decay Ah? Huh? from the first day you get married as you say i do your marriage is already declining. except you do something to ensure that it doesn't decline the natural order of things is that it gets worse the natural order everything on this earth is under the influence of the law of gravity so if anything is going to keep going up somebody must support it to stay up if you leave it to itself it's going to come down it's going to come down gravity is not just a physical phenomenon it's also a spiritual reality that's why anything that works requires human intervention on this earth, if you see anything working go and check it somebody is making it work so expect work expect to work especially for men most men think once i get married and i'm paying the bills that's all i need to make my marriage work not true sir i hear what i'm saying another person can do that the only thing another person cannot do is to love your wife for you am i making sense number three expect a demand on your wisdom level so just say expect wisdom expect wisdom for your marriage to succeed you will need a higher dimension of intelligence greater than the native intelligence many are used to and with which they conduct their homes there are so many native intelligence everywhere so in case you don't know let me say this i, I keep saying this because you know most times people are always saying things like ah in that shush their own is too much yes it is much anybody getting married in this house if you're single and you don't go through our counseling the only marriage i am always involved in are people that came into the gateway church as married people if you are single and you boycott counseling process ah i will never be involved in your marriage never there are other people that can do that not that the church will not be involved but personally i will not because you have proven that you don't need the wisdom i always say it humorously and i mean it i gave my own pastor peace no church member will take away my peace uh, No, i promise you because some people they have made up their mind they will not do the right thing but when trouble starts they will be calling pastor at all hours i say, pastor did not pick my call i will not pick it because i'm supposed to be sleeping i also have a wife i hear what i'm saying i have a home because sometimes people forget that that's why you see that a lot of pastor's children they, they hate ministry See, people who hate ministry the most are pastors' wives and children. When you ask most, because they don't understand balance, they don't understand balance. When they should be spending time with their own family, somebody will call them. They will leave everything, run there. For people who refuse wisdom when they were supposed to acquire it, are you hearing what I'm saying? So you will need wisdom. All this native intelligence. The way to a man's heart is food, though. not every man. Went to a man's artist food. He went to a man's artist sex. once you just give him sex, 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 sex. I believe you know that some women that have better sex, sex drive than men. And so that wisdom is already, is already foul. Because if it's scriptural intelligence, if it is God intelligence, it must be applicable across board. So wisdom will be demanded from you. So if you run away from wisdom, it will wait for you in the future. I can guarantee you oh it will wait for you it will wait for you just be running be planning wedding don't plan counseling one of those things i look at it i just ignore it as if i don't see it but your pastor sees everything i hope you know i'm a detailed person there's many things i see i just ignore it as if i don't see because you know you know you can't pretend like you don't know one of the things i want to do this month is that for every of our books on relationship i'm taking a 10 percent of it between now and the end of the month so at the end of the month, there are some questions that if you come to ask me, I will direct you to the book. I will not answer you. Because I cannot be answering what has been written. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's why books are written. So that you not explain the same energy over what has been documented. Imagine if every time we want to find out some issues now, we have to be asking Jesus. Jesus, how should I love my wife? Jesus, how should I do this? That's why we have the Bible somebody said god gave you a brain so that you can give him rest i agree i agree somebody hear what i'm saying you will need wisdom and you see marriage is a great revealer ah marriage will reveal what you know and don't know you can't hide it in relationship you can still be doing cover up the moment you marry, i can guarantee you. within two years your level of wisdom or lack of it will be revealed oh it will be revealed ask those who have been married they will tell you some of the things you are learning now that you think is not necessary the day you need it that's when the wisdom will come to you but if you have not learned it you can only react instead of respond you'll be reacting that's why you see see, sometimes when i hear things people fight over i'm always wondering how come we don't fight over it some people have been privileged to live in our house. Some people are very close to us. You can ask them. My wife and I—we have never. If you don't believe it, that's your problem. We have never had a misunderstanding that lasted for six hours—not even three hours. And I'm trying to be conservative. Okay? His past is a lie. Never did. He, did he. stay here. And he said it's not because I'm a pastor. I've seen pastors slap each other. I've seen pastors, I've called pastors, fool, buffoon, idiot. I've seen it. And I've seen the pastor to respond. Well, you know I'm an idiot. You are a bigger idiot, bigger buffoon. And the man will still come to the church. You know, you can only transfer what you have. And so, it will only raise buffoons. <laughs> Praise the Lord and the reason one of the reasons because oh i chased after wisdom i still read books on single single life and i'm not single and i'm not planning to and i will never be one again read books go for seminars go for workshops not just i'm already married i don't need it says who some of those things the reason why we don't have conflict is because i learned about conflict resolution and anger management and i'm going to talk about that very soon so of the things we fight over is because you lack understanding you don't know how to manage conflicts you say it's because my body that's why i'm angry it's a lie because if a mopo or a soldier does the same thing to you you will not be that angry you will control yourself so what you lack is wisdom and self-control not that you can't control your anger you can Proverbs 4 and verse 7, the Bible says wisdom is a principal thing. It says, therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, it says, get understanding. Get it. Get it. Get it. You see, it is wisdom that will make you prioritize peace above correctness. When you see people that don't have wisdom, everybody wants to be right. Everybody wants to be right. No, 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 no. You don't understand. This is what I'm trying to say. And there is chaos everywhere. And you are still proving you are right it's better to be peaceful than be right wisdom will teach you that wisdom will teach you that but some people they they must just know you don't get it you must see it you must see it okay now that we have seen it you have lost the marriage but you are correct so have you really won number four expect adaptation expect what adaptation if you are someone that everybody must adapt to you but you cannot adopt adapt to anybody uncle auntie marriage is not for you one of the things that you must expect in marriage is that there will be a lot of adaptation adapting yourself to your spouse the bible says and the two of them shall become one it is and the two of them is one So, becoming one, there is a spiritual aspect of it which happens immediately when you say your vows. The other aspect is a process. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The other other aspect is a process. It's a process. And it is adaptation that brings about oneness. Because all your life, you have been programmed to be a particular kind of human being. There are mindsets you had growing up. Which most likely is different from the mindset the person you get married to has or will have. So, for you to build a union, for you to become one, everybody must adjust and adapt in order for us to become one. Because oneness simply means that you are seeing the same vision, you are going in the same direction, you share the same values, you share the same, you know, morality. You you have the same faith, same convictions, same beliefs. And for the most part, some of those things, it will take time. Are you hearing know what I'm saying? And there has to be that willingness for adaptation. Some people, they rather everybody adjust to them, but they are not willing to adjust. So expect adaptation. Marriage works by adaptation, not domination. Not domination. Some people just want to dominate. Dominate as a man everybody must do this that's not what it means to be a man and some women too are like that the man must adjust or else there will be no peace in the house why are you like that you literally suck the peace out of the atmosphere until your husband agrees with you or your fiance that's a bad spirit you're that kind of person work on it you know how to manipulate the process manipulate the man because the man wants peace he will just agree with you and keep manipulating you are a witch no 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 no. because that's what the bible says you know manipulation is witchcraft and what will eventually happen is that that marriage will die because the bible says that suffer not a witch to live so you die or the marriage dies and one of the ways you die not physically is that god will break you especially if you're a believer if you don't allow yourself to be broken especially that man is a good man and is a righteous man and god truly loves. and if he's a good man god you see god will love him so much that i would not want him to live the rest of his life that way see i know what i'm talking about oh, some women have died strange deaths because god wanted to give them a second chance i'm telling you i can't mention names there are people that i know that i mentioned their names some things that some people have told me no names in private please adapt I hear what I'm saying adapt adapt adaptation does not mean you are ad- you, you support weakness or error that's not what I'm saying but adapt to the person's personality adapt to the person's preference adapt to the person's likes and dislikes don't say this is the way I am even my father knows me why did you marry your father because that's the card some people play even in my house this is the way we are you should have married one of your siblings you should have married them because when you decided to marry you must have to understand you are marrying another human being raised by different parents so stop playing that card number five expect patience expect patience your patience will be tested in marriage Oh, it will be tested. If you are not a patient person, some people are already laughing. Your patience will be tested. If you are not a patient person, marriage will teach you patience. And it's an ongoing process. It's not that you will learn it and you now don't need patience again. You will forever need it. As a man, you will need patience for women to dress up. We need it. We need it. We need, need it. Me, I, I've learned that. I'm still learning it. Still learning this. If everything, always operating like a soldier, marriage will calm you down. It will temper you. And patience. And you see, is a fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5 22. Let's have it on the screen, please. Galatians 5 and verse 2. 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 Oh, 22, sorry. 22, 22, not 2. Galatians 5 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness. And can we have it in the HCSB? All right. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace. What? So that long suffering is patience. So King James just explained; he didn't tell us what it is. Patience simply means you must learn to suffer long. Some things is continuous suffering; you will suffer it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You shall be patient or else you shall not know peace it says <laughs> the fruit of the spirit so it even indicates that you are growing spiritually if you are an impatient person you are a spiritual baby everything you must get angry over everything you must complain over some things you just look away I mean, yeah, look away just look away doesn't mean you endorse it sometimes patience simply means talking about it later not right idea your spouse does something wrong you are in public you are correcting that it's a failure on your part as a man you are not embarrassing that you are embarrassing yourself especially patience, patience. let us get home before we talk about certain things are you hearing what i'm saying and women too need patience it's not only men that need it so it's a two-way thing patience in speaking some of us we must always say our mind right there and then so if I don't say, it's as if something is burning in your mouth. If I don't say it now, I, I must say it now. You lack patience. If one of the book I, you see, one of the feedback I've gotten, I don't know if I should say this, probably, but let me try recommend all the single ladies in the Gateway go and read me and my Big Mouth by Joyce, Joyce Meyer. Because I've gotten some feedbacks that some of you you talk in derogatory way to men, and you are single and you are praying for life partner, and men are afraid to talk to you. Me and my big mouth go and read it it will deliver you you don't need deliverance that's your deliverance patience is speaking sometimes you have assumed the man is not going there you have assumed as he's coming wants to ask me out. he just wants friendship you have assumed and you have just spoken a missy what he was saying me (laughs) you you what's wrong with you some of those guys you are despising in future you may regret it nobody really looks like where they are going immediately you need discernment some of you if i wanted to marry you years ago you would have washed me down i'm telling you maybe one of these maybe i will show the picture next so please remind me we'll show us the picture i've shown some people they are laughing our <laughs> wedding picture i put it in one corner even I, I remember of my mentors when i told, and it's, it's not that i was suffering no? yeah, so don't get me wrong <laughs> but i was so skinny when i told one of my mentors back then that i was doing a 40 days both foolish fasting wise fasting i was just because i thought everything was fight that's why i'm so passionate about wisdom because i've been foolish before you know you can be fasting foolishly some of you you're fasting you need to understand your spiritual work with god some of you the kind of fasting you are doing you cannot hear god i'm telling you because the young guy himself is distracting you you're always looking at the time you will break you are not fasting you are not praying you are not listening to message you are just looking at the time ah <laughs> and you have started that from 1 pm just go and break the fast because that's foolish fasting and sometimes now sometimes i'll say you know i want to do dry fast you know sometimes we are just let me, not that god told me i just feel let me sometimes i just say see for me Say you're not fasting again not today we shall do it tomorrow (laughs) not today (laughs) praise the lord because i just realized that if i continue this one is self-punishment it's not god asking me to do it especially when i have a very busy schedule and i'm active and you are doing dry fast you now drop down and die and when you even get to heaven angel gabriel will say what are you doing here Patience in speaking. Patience with personality difference. Especially for those of us that are are perfectionists. How many melancholies are in the house? Please wave your hands. Your temperament. Raise your hand. Be proud of it. You need patience. You need patience. You need patience. You know why? Because I still need the patience. Most melancholies are impatient. With other people that are not melancholies. Especially with sanguines. You know, sanguines are naturally disorganized. If you don't learn patience, you'll be fighting every day. And most likely, if, you are, if your temperament is melancholy, most likely you will marry a sanguine. Most likely. If you're an organized person, most likely. It just works out that way. Most likely, 90% of the time, an organized person always marries a disorganized person. So it's now your choice. Will your house turn towards you every day? Patience with personality difference. Patience with mistakes made. Everybody will make mistakes. You must be patient. Allow people. You see, sometimes, you know your spouse is what they are doing. Uh, Maybe you feel that business idea may not really Sometimes allow people to make mistakes. Just allow it. You are not their God. Please remember that. You are not the Lord over their life. Jesus is their Lord. Sometimes, the best way to make people see things is to pray for them. And now that you are praying, manipulative prayer, you know they can hear you. They say, Father, this thing that Shade wants to do, touch her, change her, let her see. That one is not prayer, that's manipulation. There are many prayers I pray for my wife that she will never hear. Because it's not how I'm praying to you. She doesn't need to hear, it's not for her hearings. are some people, they will say, ah, I'm praying for you. You are not praying for me. If you are praying for me, you don't need to tell me you are praying for me. Number six, expect development. Maybe I should also say patience to allow your spouse to grow into what God wants them to be. Patience. Sometimes when people are going through a growth process, they themselves may not even understand it. Pray patience to transition. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So maybe you married your spouse, maybe your wife or your husband as you know a salary earner. Now they want to start business. be patient with them, for that business to grow. You see, the truth is, if I married an impatient woman, the gateway church will not be where it is now. That's just the truth. Because for a while, ah? Huh, every income, my own our own, was just going into the Gateway Church. Everything. Not every woman can do that that's why when people misbehave to my wife I mark them straight that's a good place to clap because some of you can do it I when people misbehave to my wife I mark them straight you are my enemy I just mark you like I was telling the workers this morning I mark people I mark people for good and bad once I notice I say oh, no 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 because she's my helper she's a real helper real. <laughs> you know you know sometimes i remember we're cracking a joke one day you know with the i was telling the leadership i said with you know it's just that you can't borrow god money if you can borrow god money and borrow church money uh if you want to buy two exotic suvs today uh if you collect money from gateway we'll see have changed look at my wife one day I said don't worry by the time you will drive car you'll be tired because of the investments we have both made patience some people are not patient everything must happen now you must buy the wig now you must buy the bag now the man should not be buying that wig for you now you should even have a date for wearing some wig impatience hear what I'm saying i'm not being humorous they are so- allow the man grow allow the woman grow in the future when that thing grows you will enjoy it together we are just impatient everybody's going on vacation you too you must go on vacation if you don't go on vacation now will you die will you die see and let me tell you this it's better to start certain things when you can maintain it than to start and stop some of you the patience you need is to allow your partner to grow so that to that which You want them to do now. When they eventually start it, it will now be a lifestyle. That's what you are using using cooperatives to do. Use cooperatives to go on vacation. Are you normal? (laughs) Number six, expect development. You will need to develop certain essential skills to experience a blissful marriage. Some things are just life essential skills. Number one, communication skills. Communication skills. One thing you will do in marriage that singles don't know singles think that married people have sex every day two four seven as you wake up in the morning before you go to work you do two rounds you come back three rounds the next day that's what many singles think what you do most in marriage is talk communication so if you don't know how to communicate you you must always be quiet before they they will have to whine you like a toy what is it nothing what now nothing are you okay? Yes. But you don't look okay now. Yes. But you don't say you are not okay. No. What's wrong with you? Communication skills. You need to learn it. You need to learn how to say what needs to be said and when to say it. Sometimes you are saying the right thing, but you are saying it at the wrong time. You can see somebody coming home is already tired the first thing you tell him as he enters is that fuel has finished in the generator (laughs) you have said the right thing but you have said it at the wrong time or they have called though that we need to pay school fees so you know that it needs to be said but say it when the atmosphere is calm when not when someone has spent six hours in Lagos traffic or five hours also you need to learn listening skills develop listening skills listening is a skill it's not every time you give a response to what has been said or you give a response immediately sometimes a critical part of communication is listening just listen just listen conflict resolution and anger management skills you need to learn it if you are always angry you are a fool i'm not insulting you that's what the bible calls you Or somebody said that pastor is just insulting people ecclesiastes 7 and verse 9 please let's see it ecclesiastes 7 and verse 9 ecclesiastes chapter 7 and verse 9 can we have it can we already together want to go ecclesiastes 7 9 let's go don't let your spirit rush to be angry for anger where anger what it abides in the heart of fools so if you're always angry you are what you said it i didn't see it you said it always angry always angry are you an angry bird also you need to learn persuasion skills develop persuasion skills financial management skills <laughs> if you don't learn financial management your marriage will be moving from crisis to crisis just be spending money anyhow one year is not a long time house rent is always due and don't pray that your landlord will forget because one day you also have a house and when you are praying God help you that the landlord is also a Christian so as you are praying God make him forget he's praying God let him not have peace so who will God answer do the right thing investment management skills um, strategy, uh, investment skills resource management skills leadership skills culinary skills is that what they call it? is it culinary or culinary Ah, huh? ah, huh? culinary so i'm culinary culinary <laughs> a man and a woman must learn how to cook anybody that can eat you learn how to cook are you hearing what I'm saying don't just say it's a woman that must cook you you can't cook when they tell you to cook rice you 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 cook salt and add rice so I will say can you cook can you go say yes I I can cook in Domi oh, oh, oh. <laughs> some people including boiling water they cannot boil water successfully see if you can't cook as a man sometimes be in the kitchen with your wife. It does not reduce you as a man. Even though as you're frying the parenting, some are going into your mouth. Just be there. <laughs> but be there. Because sometimes a woman is tired. She is tired. It doesn't And you are the ones that we eat the food together. Sometimes the sign of wicked, they are so, see, I hope you know that in developed countries, that does not happen. I hope you know that it's a woman that must be cooking. I hope you know. So some of you, that want to relocate. Better lenders. This is one that we do the laundry. You <laughs> will wake up to a strange reality, and there is no house no driver, and you add one here. So now, don't know you. We, I, we made yeah. that there are two types of world. <laughs> and last but not the least, expect maturity. Expect maturity expect maturity the immature husband would expect the wife to submit before he loves the wife the immature wife will expect the husband to love her before she submits in ephesians 5 to 22 when the bible says wife submit to your own husband and husband love your wife as christ loved the church and gave himself for her there was no condition he did not say "Wife, submit to your own husband if he loves you see if everybody plays their role out of maturity ah huh, marriage will be finer I remember when we just got married it's a shameful thing but I need to tell you so that you can learn from my error My first day and that one we have a misunderstanding I'll just that's the one that lasted for a while she was more mature than me unfortunately you know why I will be angry I will know it but this woman, she's very wicked. She will keep cooking the food and be adding it. One day, I just told myself, "Who is hungry? <laughs> you are hungry. The food is there. You are not eating it." And she will keep cooking the food. One day, now, don't do You don't know she's more mature. Some of you are doing that. You're angry. You leave the house. You go and eat outside. Who is wasting money? The money that you have already used to buy food, you are now spending it again. You are even destroying your finances. Maturity says you do what the word of God says, whether you feel like it or not. You know the hallmark of maturity is doing what you need to do even when you don't feel like it that's maturity that's maturity and if you are an mature person marriage will reveal it marriage will reveal it have you been blessed this morning mm-hmm.